Hey kids, it's me, Acid Robots. We're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of World Famous. This time around, it's going to be great. We're going to open up some Rocky cars. We're going to take a look at a G.I. Joe. We're going to go into the continued adventures of the Food Cubes. It is going to be just like, it's going to be fun. We're all going to have a great time. We're all going to be happy. And by the end, we're going to be even happier to be alive. So until we get to that point, Grandmaster Grandpa, OKIC Robot, I am on the Tech 12 This is One Time for Your Mind. The world's famous IC Robots show. When we last left off, IC Robots had just discovered that Tab Polar can fight food cube infections, but what is he to do with this information? Alright, here we are guys. We're back. We're still in the uh we're still in the office. I'm still surrounded by food cube zombies, but I, I, I know what to do now. I know that I gotta get this information out there. I gotta spread the word. The tab cola is what will fight the virus. I think I, I, I think I've been, I've been putting some thought into this. I, I have a homeboy who works for the uh, CDC in Atlanta, but I can't I can't bother him with this information, dude. It's too it's too deep, it's too heavy. This could this could cause him nothing but problems. I realize what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to get this out to Channel 50 News. I'm gonna have to find some way to escape the house and make it to the TV 50 studios downtown and pass this on to Ed Bebout. I I hope that I can. These these zombies have been getting more and more aggressive as time goes by. I think that I think that what they're what they're lacking is um basically they they need the food cubes and they're for whatever reason they think they're inside here. I I've been having to push some of them away with a broom. They've been making it up into my doorstep, and I've been pushing them back. I've been, I've been fighting them off very non-aggressively because you know what I'm saying. These guys, these guys are—they're victims. They're victims of food cubeism. It's not their fault. We can't, we can't just go out there and mow them down with a katana. We gotta, we gotta try to fix them. We gotta try to cure them. I actually, I actually tried to squirt tab out of a window, out the side window, and see if I could land some in somebody's mouth. But it looks like. It looks like it's going to have to go deep inside there. It's going to have to be ingested. But still, we will not give up hope. I I have a dirt bike out in the backyard, out in the back. It's by my shed. And I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a break for my dirt bike. And hopefully, I can ride through the middle school and make it all the way to TB50 Studios. Let's let's grab the mini recorder here. We're going we're gonna to try to make a break for it out the back door to the dirt bike. Hey, bro, Ham, it's Derek from work. Do you have any cubes? Stand aside, zombie. I have work to do. Ugh. Push bro, this guy aside. Take that there. Out of the way. I gotta get I gotta get to the shed. Gotta get the dirt bike. Okay, here we are. Let's get out of here. Dude, come back. I really need a cube. They told us that you had some to share. Come on, bro. Let's return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Gene Shallot of NBC TV says, let's say it right at the beginning. Rocky is one of the best movies of the year. Four stars, says the New York Daily News. Rona Barrett of ABC TV calls Rocky a definite Oscar contender. Starring Sylvester Stallone. Rated PG. Starring, Starring Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Rated PG.
Okay, technically these are in fact Rocky 2 cards. They didn't come out with any uh, cards for the uh, arty farty. Rocky 1 is kind of arty farty up until the big battle at the end. They didn't come out with any with any cards for that film. But being as popular as it was when they came out with a big hit sequel, Rocky 2, which is which is honestly one of my least favorite movies in the Rocky Rocky franchise. But uh, you had to get the belt off Apollo. You had to get it onto Rocky. You had to move the story along. So, it is what it is. But it's all uphill after Rocky 2. But what we have right here in my hand is something I've wanted to get a hold of and open for the longest time. It is a pack of a Rocky trading cards from, let's see what year, 1948. No, 1970-something, uh, but uh, 76. But um, at, at any rate, this is this is your your very typical movie trading card set. They kind of chronologically go through the um through the movie. There are there are ninety nine cards in the entirety of the set, but there are there are some pretty good ones. The first one that we're going to be looking for is card number one. It says meet Rocky. That would be Rocky Balboa's uh, rookie card. The second one is a card number twenty eight. That is a card called Rocky's. Trainer Mickey, which is a introduction to Burgess Meredith to the world of trading cards. And then you have card number 30, which is a card that is titled Splatter the Stallion. And that is the first time that you see Apollo Creed in a trading card. So those are all those are all good ones right there, honestly. Very good ones. I, I am a big fan of Rocky. I love the movie Rocky 1. It's, so, it's in the 5 Mike Movie Hall of Fame right now as we speak, which is a very prestigious place to be. There are not a lot of films in the 5 Mike Movie Hall of Fame. So, Rocky being in there is, it's a big deal, dude. I love the movie when he gets toward the end, when he's like, when he's just had the fight, and he's, he's screaming out for his lady, and then, uh... Polly spreads the ropes and lets her in. I I shed a tear just about every time. It is just it is just a fantastic film. Just an amazing an amazing franchise and all. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the cards. You have um you have Rocky wearing some black gloves. They're sort of they're sort of like driving gloves. They have fingers. They're not like boxing gloves. He's wearing a white headband on the cover and he's punching he's punching something. You see like a yellow explosion. It says the rematch, and then on the back there is some uh, some advertisement for bazooka gum. You get the various flavors of bazooka. These are packed, packed bazooka packs, not like individual bazookas, which are all just like pink flavor. You have apple, watermelon, and cherry that you can see on the wrapper. These are from Topps Chewing Gum Incorporated. That's interesting. They're not like Topps Trading Cards. They are, in fact, a chewing gum company, and they're in Philadelphia. No. They are in Duria, Pennsylvania. 18642. These are printed in the United States. Let's open them up. We're going to set them aside so we don't see into the cards. We don't run a ruin our surprise. But the the gum is here as well. It's it's a little moist, oddly enough. It feels a little moist. It's kind of soft. It's not crispy, crunchy like some of the other gum that we find. We're going to sit that here. We'll chew that later when we when we're in need for some gum that's guaranteed not to uh not to stick to the roof of your mouth let's see the first card we have is card number 41 that's called the big battle and it's a picture of the uh of the painting advertising the super fight then you have the undefeated champ this is a good card it has a picture of apollo he's he's battered and beaten he's a battle damaged apollo for sure i like that one i'm going to sit to the side Nice image. That should have been the first appearance of Apollo. It should have said, 
the undefeated champ on his card. What card is this? This is card number card number 61, and we were, in fact, looking for card number 30 with Apollo, but this is a, a nice card that we have Mrs. Balboa is expecting, and it's a picture of uh, Adrian in the hospital. She's she's uh, due with child. Then it says round nine is coming up. That's the next card, and that is... Uh, that is number, this card number 69 is a round card girl in the ring holding up the number of the, uh, Nine. of the round. Then we have card number 33. This one says the living legend and it's a picture of Apollo. It, this is another one that would have been a good one for the Apollo rookie card. Living legend. Heavyweight champion Apollo Creed, audacious and undefeated. Nine. Does Rocky, the rookie boxer from Philadelphia, have a chance against the living legend? I don't know. I would imagine he does, because this is a rematch. But uh, Nine. Rocky's not a rookie either. He's a veteran club fighter. He's been around. I think they, they say his record in the first film is something like 30 and 13 or something crazy like that when he's when he's fighting Spider Rico. Let's... Let's take a look. Now we have the sticker. This is a good one. Sticker number five. It's a picture of Rocky. He is all battered and beaten. He's in the ring, and the sticker is in the shape of a boxing glove. Very, very cool. Let's see. The next one says Creed is creamed, and it's a picture of Ro Apollo getting just nailed with a big Rocky left hook. That one's okay. The next card, it says Hitched, and it is a photo of the wedding between Adrian and Rocky. Nine. It was inevitable. Rocky, the lovable gent with an exciting future in the ring, offers girlfriend Adrian a ring of a different sort. They're married in a charming ceremony. It looks very, very charming. Then we have Raging Giants, which is card number, uh, card number nine. That one's okay. Then it is the Fury of Apollo. This is card number 36. It's Apollo boxing in front of some yellow curtains. He's hitting a punching bag, a red heavy bag. That Again, that's a nice card, but it's not the one we want. Oh, and then this is a cool one. It's not a card we want, but it's card number 93 toward the end. And it says now number one. And it's a picture of Rocky with his arms in the air having just won the championship from Apollo in Rocky 2. So my guys... We didn't get any of the cards we wanted, but that doesn't mean we didn't have fun. That doesn't mean that this was a waste, and uh, we did have a good time opening it. I'm going to put them all back inside, fold them up inside of here. I think that's the easiest way to, like, keep them and display them for the future. I'll put them alongside my uh, scary cards from the month of October. This was cool, though. I think, I think I'm going to have to invest in another pack because I want... That Rocky rookie card. I'm such a big fan of Rocky, and I would love to have that card. So I think I'm actually going to have to invest in another pack. So you will be hearing again the uh, opening of the Rocky cards. But um, until then, let's, uh, let's find out what's going on in Japanese League Baseball. We've been away for a while. Nine. Charge. Nine. This week in Japanese League Baseball. Game 1 of the Central League Climax Series saw the Yomiuri Giants at the Hanshin Tigers. Both pitchers went a groove early as neither allowed a run of the first time through the other team's lineup. However, the Giants struck first in the top of the fifth as three straight players hit singles. In the top of the sixth, they put men on for Zealous Wheeler. Wheeler added an insurance run with an RBI single to the left in the eighth. The Tigers managed just five hits but got good scoring chances late and came up ruthless. The final score, Giants 4, Tigers 0.
Game 2 saw the Tigers get back-to-back -back doubles from Ryotu Omonu and Teruyoki Sato, plus an RBI single from Takuma Nakana in the bottom of the second chasing Takahashi out of the game early. A leadoff error was followed by four singles and the lead belonged to the visitors. They would add another run at the top of the eighth on a zealous Wheeler's sacrificed fly. The Tigers manufactured chances in every inning but the seventh and eighth but again fell short. Final score, Giants 4, Tigers 2. That was this week in Japanese League Baseball. Our next bit of information is on IC Robot's recent purchase of a G.I. Joe figure of some sort. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Hey, this is me, IC Robots, and we're back. I've recently, um, I've recently gotten back on the G.I. Joe tip, and, and the main reason for that is because of the recent relaunch of O-Ring G.I. Joes. We saw this on a Hasbro Fest. I don't... I don't know what it was called, but this is the one where they, they announced that they're going to have, like, a crowdfunded uh, Sky Striker and all, all, kinds kinds of, of, all kinds of fun stuff. But amongst that is they are going to start popping out some O-Ring figures. The first two they showed are naturally Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. But uh, this this got me into the uh, G.I. Joe mindset, and I kind of... I kind of started reflecting on how I did not buy any of the recent retro-release G.I. Joes, much like I bought many of the recent re-release uh, Motu. So, I hit up the online, I went on eBay, and I started poking around, and I discovered that this this set that came out last year and the year before that are all very, very, very inexpensive at this point, and I feel like the price is going to go down even further with the uh, announced the O-Ring G.I. Joes. As, as a matter of fact, the only guy I know who collects these is my homeboy Esqualito. On the uh, on the tweets, he's mentioned to me a couple times that he can't find he can't find Destro anywhere, and I I myself have never seen that Destro. I think that like I think the only ones I've ever actually factually seen on the shelves are Stalker. I know I saw him at one point, and Stalker is one of my favorites. So I don't know why I didn't buy it. I guess because it's like I was so invested in Motu at the time, and still I am invested in Motu. I just bought Tila last week from the uh, Revelations line, but I I. I do want to dip my toes back into G.I. Joe's. I, during the hiatus, during the, the, the period we were away, I bought some, I bought some stand, some uh, figure stands, and I've been standing all my Joe's up, and right now as we speak, every single G.I. Joe that I have is standing up, which if you are a collector of action figures, you know that one figure falling can cause them all to fall, and then you're stuck with this big, this big project of getting your guys to stand up, but I now have stands for just about every single figure, and I can I can see them right now. I'm turning my head away from the microphone, and I apologize. But I can see them over there, and they look amazing. They look glorious. I'm so happy that I have them back in this condition. It's fun to collect toys. It's fun to, like, you collect some stuff, and then you move into some other stuff, and then you move back into the other stuff, and the other stuff seems all new and fresh. But anyhow, I hit up the online, and I, I went and I got myself a few of these, uh, these retro Joes, and they weren't expensive, like, at all, honestly. They were just about, like, the price you'd pay for them at the store. And the three that I bought all have free shipping. We're going to open one right now from the first wave. The first wave was Scarlet, Roadblock, Destro, Cobra Commander, Lady J, and the guy we have right here, a guy known as Duke. Let's, let's find out a little bit about Duke right now before we get too far into it. What do we know? When Duke is in command... He bellows his orders like that of a seasoned general. The troops follow him without question. He is capable of assessing situations and coming up with quick solutions. 
Even high-ranking officers who know him well respect him and would even listen to his orders. While serving in Vietnam he received the Medal of Honor and two Bronze Star Medals after single-handedly rescuing 34 POWs from a heavily guarded enemy compound. That's something right there, dude. He was a Vietnam hero out there rescuing POWs from the vicious Viet Cong concentration camps. Duke is the dude when it comes to G.I. Joe. I, I've, I've, I've said this before, but the, uh, but the wife, when she, when she first started, like, you know, like, checking me out and my G.I. Joes and stuff, she told me that when she was a kid and she saw the cartoon G.I. Joe, she thought that the dude, Duke, was named G.I. Joe and that the cartoon was all about him. And in some ways... It kind of is, but uh, Duke is one of the key, key, key figures on the thing. I think, like, right now, I have Duke, like an OG Duke, and then I have a mini Duke, and another Duke, and, like, a world's smallest action figure of Duke. Duke is, Duke is the dude. Let's, let's bust open into this. The packaging is really nice. You have the, uh, the classic, uh, fiery G.I. Joe image, and you can see good old Duke on the back, and it says, uh, Duke. Conrad Hauser, first sergeant, primary specialty airborne, secondary specialty artillery, birthplace St. Louis, Missouri, shout out to Phil the, uh, lunchbox king. He graduated at the top of his class at airborne school and he commands by winning respect. Let's, let's pop this open. Let's get the, uh, Arthur Fonzarelli brand switchblade right here and we're gonna slice into the packaging, get it nice. I apologize. Nice and open. We got, a. Uh, he's on a tray. On the inside of the card, there's some tape holding his weaponry in place. First, let's pull the figure out. I'm just going to straight up grab him by the leg. Oh, he has a stand, which is nice. I always appreciate it when the figure comes with a stand. And plus, there's a little hole. So you can pull the stand out of the back without having to, like, fight with it too much. He has a rifle. And put the rifle right here. Don't want to drop it. He has a helmet. I like that. And he has a pistol, like a 45 caliber pistol. Let's... Let's take a look. Duke's mouth is open, like he's screaming, like he's barking out orders like we, we heard earlier. I I don't know how I feel about that, because what if you're doing, like, a chill scene where he's just, like, hanging out with uh, the dudes, and it looks like he's yelling all the time. But it might be that Duke is the kind of guy who's just always yelling. Let's put his helmet on. It goes on pretty smooth. The plastic, the plastic is kind of soft. The OG G.I. Joes have, they have, like, a real hard plastic. It's almost... It's almost become brittle with age, but this is the softer plastic that you would find in kind of, kind of like a Star Wars guy. Star Wars guys hold up great over the years because the plastic is so soft. G.I. Joe's, there are some I've dropped off a shelf and like their legs shatter and it's just, it's just whack. As a matter of fact, my OG Duke, his heel shattered. I dropped him and the heel shattered. I glued it back on. It's just mine. I don't care, but um, you do have to be careful with these. Let's, let's see. He has articulation at the elbow. The shoulder, his hands turn, his head can turn, his waist. It's more along his chest. He has, like, the chest like a sit-up, and he can move at his knees and his ankles. Let's see how well his rifle goes into his hand. This is a mock-up of the original um, G.I. Joe rifle, the one that you see in the cartoons that always shoots lasers. He can hold that pretty well, and he has a pistol that can fit into his holster. Let's put that in there, and it slides in pretty smooth. This is... This is a cool figure. Let's, um, let's reach over here, and we're going to compare him to an OG figure. Duke is much, much more slender than this, uh, Cobra Trooper that I just randomly grabbed. Much slimmer, but, um, very cool indeed. Very poseable, very neat. One of the reasons I wanted these is because I want to, I want to get outside more. 
and take more pictures of my Joes. Much like I've been taking pictures of my Motus, but I don't want to take these guys outside and risk losing them. So I decided to get some more different ones that I could take pictures of and also have fun. This, this guy, he's like, he's more in line with like a 25th anniversary G.I. Joe. And I, I did collect the 25th anniversaries when they came out, but I ended up like selling them all because I don't know. I just, I didn't feel them as much as I felt the OG uh, O-ring G.I. Joe. So I don't know. This one is dope. It is dope, but I can't imagine they're going to be continuing this line very much further with the uh, with the onset of the old style GI Joes. I think that when these old style GI Joes hit the shelves, I think that they're going to be very, very, very popular. Honestly, and I, I myself am looking forward to them greatly. I just went and I threw the plastic bubble into the He-Man garbage can. You heard it fall right in there. But nah, man, this is a nice figure. Very nice figure. Very nice articulation. He has some kind of a harness around his chest, which I'm not really sure. I guess it's, like, for extra ammo and, like, walkie-talkies and knives and, uh, hand grenades and things like that, but he's, he's cool. He is cool. Out of all the new ones, though, I do gotta admit, Duke was kind of the one I wanted the least, and a big part of that was because of his big, gaping maw. His big, open mouth. But I, I like him, dude. He's very cool. He's gonna go up there on the shelf. This is a question for you guys. Do you think that I should open up a new shelf for these Joes? Or should I just kind of combine them in with the Joes I have already? I get very torn about doing this. I think that if I got, like, if I got some, like, Cobra Troops, I think that I would just fold them into the existing Cobra Troops I have now. But as for this G.I. Joe that I got here by the name of Duke, I think that I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna create a new shelf. But let me know what you think. Hit me up on the tweets. Do you integrate your new figures and your old figures together. For example, with my Motus, the new retro release Motus are mixed in with the old ones because they are almost exactly the same. I think when they come out with these new O-rings, those will get mixed in. Those will get mixed in with the old guys. But what about these guys? I kind of think they're different. I sort of think they deserve their own shelf, but I don't have a shelf. I'll have to find one. But uh, I enjoyed this. This is fun. Nice fig. Hope you guys had a nice time. Duke is dope, dude. Duke is the spirit of G.I. Joe. As much as people go, like, into Snake Eyes and into Storm Shadow, it's Duke, dude. Duke is G.I. Joe. We all know that. My wife know it. And now you know it as well. Hello. This is famous movie actor and Academy Award winner Gérard Depardieu. I am in Paris right now and the city is infested with American food cube zombie. I am disgusted and want nothing more than to smash them with my bare hands, but that would not be right. They are weak and are deserved of mercy. Please, do not eat food cube. They are disgusting and in a world of finches and wine why would you eat a cube? Think, Think about, about it. it. This has been a message from the Anti-Food Cube Council for Finches and Wine. this week's flea market acquisitions you know what dude big shout out to our guy gerard dipper due for being out there fighting the good fight i sadly have discovered that the food cubes are on their way to france and i've discovered that the food cubes are on their way to japan so shout out to the nerdy blogger shout out to esqualito for passing that information along jeez man this is this is becoming like a worldwide thing but uh 
That doesn't stop the flea market train from rolling along, but I gotta admit, the flea market has been... It's been a little slow these past few weeks. The weather here is getting a little rainy, it's getting a little cold, and people... People in Northern California are less likely to go out to the flea market when it's cold. That's just the way that it is. It's the way that it is around the world, man. Flea markets are like, they're like a summer activity. Not to say there aren't winter ones, but, you know, it's like, it's an outdoor thing. It's a fun thing. Let me, uh, hold on one sec. I gotta roll across the room. I apologize. I left all the flea market goodies that I found this week all the way over here. So I gotta, I gotta go grab them before, uh... I hope you can still hear me. I'm away from the mic. Let me put my cans back on, as they say, as they say in the radio biz. Let's see. I got a few things this week. Nothing, nothing like, nothing like groundbreaking or whatever. But I did, I did get a few things. Let's, uh, let's see. Where do we start? I got a, I got a Fisher Price Adventure People dog. It's the Collie. It comes with, I believe, the camping set. He's a He's a very nice, very cool dog. I love Fisher Price Adventure People, and any chance I get the chance to get up on one, I grab it. I got these from my guy Alan. Alan, um, he's a flea market vendor. He's a guy from the dig. He's really, really a cool dude. He skateboards around the flea market. He's out there all the time, and honestly, I have no idea where he gets what he gets, but he always has toys. He always has stuff, just bins and bins and bins and bins and bins of cool stuff, and it's always at, always at a fair price. I got this from him. And then I got this right here. This is a knockoff Bulbasaur. I love knockoff Pokemons. This is like a small Pokemon PVC, and it's Bulbasaur. And it is like, it is like completely deformed. It is super weird. It's yellow and blue, which aren't even the right colors. It is ugly, but it is, it's very cool. I got a Muscle Man. I got a green Muscle Man. I don't know which one this is. I'm a fan of muscles. When I was a kid, like, I was into muscles more than any toys. For like a few years in a row, I had a poster with all the muscles on it, and I just, I don't know, man. I thought they were dynamite. I also, I got an eraser, a diner, you know, those, uh, diner, diner, those erasers he had when you were a kid. It's shaped like a robot. It's, it's pretty cool. This is one of the more fun things that I got right here in my hand. I got a sealed pack of cuties. Cuties are, like, they're like the girl version of muscles. Cutie stands for coolest ultra tiny individuals on earth they were also put out by mattel this one came out in 1986 this is this is a sealed pack i i saw it on the table of this one vendor that i bought a i bought a daisy duke dukes of hazard mego figure the smaller uh one not the not the bigger ones a little bitty three and three quarter inch ones daisy duke is the hardest one to find i've got her on the card and i was very very excited about that, but then I later discovered that it was recarded. That uh was not cool, but still I only paid like 15, 20 bucks. So it was still it was still fine, but he didn't tell me ahead of time that he recarded it. But this this is dope. The um the peg hole is still intact, which is always always interesting. I wonder how something makes it this far and still has the peg hole attached. Cuties didn't get the popularity of a uh, muscle. I'm not going to say in any way there's, let's see, there's four of them in here. This is a small four pack. There's one with a guitar. One looks like it's working out. One looks like it's dancing. And one is really small, like a baby. Let's see what it says in the back. Before there were cutie dolls, there were just plain dolls. Girls tried to get them interested in what they liked, but nothing happened. Then one day along came a wild, wacky group of dolls called cutie. And life was never the same. Cutie dolls loved doing what girls did, going where little girls went, 
and girls wanted to take them along everywhere. They were the coo-coo-coo coolest dolls around. Dozens of different styles available. Collect them and trade them all. And then you can you can cut out and you can get a poster. I'm actually going to give this to my wife. I found it. I looked at it. I thought it was cool. And then later she expressed some interest. I'm going to... I'm going to pass that along to her. She can put it up on her wall of wall of stuff. And then I got an issue of Daredevil. I got Daredevil number 129. Nine. Where he's fighting the Man Bull. It says, Man Bull is on the loose. My strongest punches have no effect on this brute. I got this. I got this from my guy Max at the flea market. Max is one of my favorite vendors. Homeboy always has comics, always has toys, always has DVDs. And at one point... I heard he was super sick, and he made a recovery, and he's back, and that makes me very happy. So I try to get something from him almost every uh, flea market. I'm trying I'm trying to get, like, a complete run of Daredevil. It's sort of like an unofficial goal. I don't think I'll ever actually succeed in it. But when I see a Daredevil that I don't have, I like to get it. I'm a giant fan of our dude Matt Murdock. And I recently heard Matt Murdock's going to be coming to uh, Disney+. And there's going to be uh, the same dude who did it before. The guy whose name is Charlie Cox? I think I I liked the Netflix Marvel shows. I didn't love them. I thought they were fine. I enjoyed them, but I, I don't ever, like, revisit them or honestly ever think about them at all. And I gotta be honest, I didn't think this guy Charlie Cox was, like, my perfect ideal of a Matt Murdock. When I think Matt Murdock, I think sleaze. He's one of the sleaze balls of the Marvel Universe. He's always sleeping around. He's always out there just doing, doing things he shouldn't be doing. He can't seem like he can get his life in order. And I don't know, man. I just, I didn't see the sleaze in Charlie Cox that I would have. But maybe that was gonna come in later seasons. I don't know. The show got canceled. But it's coming back, from what I understand. So, maybe we'll get to see that. I'm still... The book is still open. My heart is still open. He can still win me. He can still pull me in. The show had some great martial arts. I'm not going to complain about it too much. And then, this is the final thing I got. I also got this from Alan. And this is another thing that I'm going to pass along to the wife. It's a Barbie 10-speed. It's really cool. It's from 1973, which was also the year I was born. But it's a yellow 10-speed with a basket on the back and a little light on the front. It's... It's really great. It's super cool. She collects Barbies. She's gonna like this. She already, she's already said she wants it. But I, I picked it up just to, just to kind of marvel over it. Very, very cool. I, I have to say that I think like overall in like the grand scheme of history, I think Barbie's the king of action figures, dude. There's always been GI Joe. There's always been Transformers. There's been all these things, but they come, they go, they come back. But Barbie's been popular since like way back in the day and she's never gone anywhere sure the characters changed the toys have changed everything has changed but she has been a consistent in the toy aisle forever back in the days of toys r us i remember like your gi joes and all these things would have to like they would have to share an aisle whereas barbie got like a whole section to herself like you would go around the corner and around the way and it was barbie land and like there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. There's no G.I. Joe section. There might be like a little G.I. Joe part of the aisle. It points there may have been like a whole G.I. Joe aisle, but never a whole department dedicated to him like Barbie. So I got to give it out, dude. Also, Barbie has the coolest accessories. Now, I can't really think of a reason while, why they would give like the uh, G.I. Joe Real American Hero like a 10-speed. I would love it if they made a little green 10-speed that I could put Duke on, that I could put Snake Eyes on. It would just be fun. And sometimes... It's just fun to do different things with your toys. It's not like G.I. Joe always needs to be fighting. I always wanted things like, I wanted like a little uh, G.I. Joe base 
where they had like a kitchen and they had all these different places where a G.I. Joe could hang out when he was off duty. But G.I. Joe's like an on duty dude. He's on duty 24 7. You know what I mean? He never, not never is sleeping. He's never, not never slipping. So I guess in that sense, Homeboy doesn't have the, uh, he doesn't have the time to ride a 10 speed like Barbie does. He only has time to ride a ram cycle with a Gatlin cannon on the side. But this, this bike is really great. It's like, it's super cool. And the week before, I found a Barbie Baywatch, uh, like a Sea-Doo. You know what I'm saying? One of those, uh, you know, one of those little watercrafts. And it's just like, it's really great. Barbie has like the coolest things. I'm totally, totally, totally jealous. G.I. Joe only has guns. G.I. Joe only has knives. Barbie has a bike. Barbie has a Sea-Doo. Barbie has all these cool things. I... I don't know, man. It's just, it is what it is. You gotta accept it. You gotta love it. You gotta learn to love it. You gotta learn to live with it. Let's, uh, let's move forward in the show. Let's, let's hop ahead to the next segment. And then, uh, I don't know, man. I'll talk to you guys in a sec. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed seeing what was at the flea market. Trash. Busters. Man, if there is anything that I hate in the world, it is litter. There's just something so self-entitled, so disgusting. Just something about somebody who would throw a piece of garbage on the ground that really, really, really chaps my hide. I don't take it personally, though. What I do is if I see some trash and it bothers me, I just pick it up. I pick it up, carry it with me till I find a garbage can, and then I toss it in the garbage can. Look... The world is kind of weird right now. Things seem kind of screwy. But there are some simple things you can do personally to make the world a better place. Amongst them are be a good neighbor. Be a good person. Take care of your neighborhood. If you see litter on the ground, pick it up. See if people need help. Try to be a nice, helpful person. But also, mind your own business. Don't be a busybody. If you see somebody who looks like they could use it, help them. If they don't, leave them alone. Maybe say hi. Maybe be a nice, friendly guy. But, uh... Mind your own business overall. Keep your hood clean. Mind your own business. Go out of your way to help people when you can. If everybody just did these things, dude, I'm telling you, the world would take a giant leap forward as far as just being a better place overall. I I recently got a nomination for a Trash Buster of the Week. This came from Josie, famed patron of the show, who goes by the name of Josie, who's also a former Trash Buster of the Week. He hit me to his pal. She's a gal that goes by the name of uh, Spring Maxfield, and she recently headed up a a move into the creek to clear it of blackberry bushes. Blackberries are great. I love them. The fruit itself, delightful. The bushes, though, they grow unchecked here in Sonoma County. They are everywhere, and if they get into the creeks, they will block it up. They can block the flow of water going through. They can be very damaging. And our gal Spring went down into the creek cleared the area of blackberries, then moved on and went about her business. I gotta give it up. That is some trash buster of the week material right there. The creeks, they go all through Santa Rosa. And I've heard people say, if you leave a piece of litter on the ground, it will eventually find its way into the creek. It will eventually find its way into the ocean. So we all gotta try to stop these things before they happen. We gotta take care of the creeks, gotta take care of the rivers, gotta take care of the waterways, and that's just not here in Santa Rosa. That is wherever you are as well. If you got waterways, keep them clean. If you see things in the gutter, garbage in the gutter, pick it up, dude. It's gonna go down into the gutter, wind up in a creek, 
wind up in a river, wind up in an ocean, and it's going to be, it's just whack. It's whack. So big, big shout, shout out, out to Spring. Big, big shout, shout out, out to Joe. Joe. If you guys know anybody out there who you think is deserving of being a trash buster of the week, please, 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 please reach out to me and we will feature them here on the show. If you guys, if you're trash busters, hit me up. I want to recognize you. Reach out to me. And I'll, I'll, I'll shout you out, dude. I'll shout you out like crazy because I want nothing more than for people to pick up trash. I hate litter. I love trash busters. I, I just got to say it again. I love trash busters. I love anybody who goes up there and picks up garbage. I try to have a goal of two or three pieces of trash every time I walk the dog. And a lot of times there's not even three pieces of trash because I picked them up the day before. But uh, sometimes there is. And I pick them up. I'll just, I don't know, man. It's not a big deal. The other day I picked up a soda can. I put it in my pocket. And then when I was walking home, I tossed it in my recycling bin. It was no big deal. But that's one less can that's going to wind up in the creek. And if everybody just did one less thing, two less things, three less things, man, the world would shine bright and we'd all be happy. So shout out to the trash busters of the world. I'm here at one with nature. Clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is world's famous with your host, PC Robots. If you don't know, now is the time for you to act like you do. Well, uh, well, my guys, I actually factually think that we are uh, at the end of the show right about now, which is... Which is fine. I think we've had a lot of fun. I think we've got to know each other a little bit better. I think that we've uh, learned about uh, life and the world around us and all those all those important things. If you got a little bit of time and a little bit of extra dough, please hop on over to supportthereport.com. That is the Patreon for the show. I've been um I've been trying harder to put more content up there. I've been lately been doing weekly uh pods called At the Movies, where basically I'm just reviewing whatever movie I saw the other week. We got. We got Dune. We talked about that the other day. We talked about uh, Last Night in Soho. We talked about uh, all sorts of stuff, dude. We talked about the Eternals. I also, we're trying to talk about a little movie news, what's opening up, what I think might be fun that week. That's cool. I'm enjoying doing that. Uh, we picked up a new patron this week, a guy who goes by the name of Earl. We all know Earl from over at the Logbook. Got to send much love to Earl and the Logbook and Pop Culture Retro-Rama. I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody. Who signs up for the Patreon? It's just really nice of you. It makes me feel good about myself and good about the silly work we do here at uh, at IC Robots Radio. If you got a second, go on over to icrobots.com. I've been posting some of my toy pictures over there. I think that's fun. I I write a little behind the scenes what I'm doing when I when I take the pick, what uh the backgrounds might be. I don't know. It's a little fun. I like to write and like I like people to see it. So uh hop over icrobots.com, support the report.com where for as little as a dollar a month. You can yada yada yada. Uh big shout out to Gino Vega, big shout out to Earl, big shout out to everybody in the world, dude. This is this is it's a, a worldwide, worldwide enterprise with worldwide love. So until we meet again, man, uh if you don't like the news, go out there and make some of your own. I'm um, bringing organs. And you know, I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history. Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people listen, then say we're whack. But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there, biting your lip. The whole world sees you as a hypocrite. Live out the first law and make yourself preservation. Peace in the world, love, peace, and happiness, and endless.
making this record. I'd like to thank you for buying this record. But finally, I'd like to thank all the Buffalo girls out there. Yo, slick blow. That's right. I see Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall.